You're listening to the Church of Christ podcast. My name is Levi Christ. I am an artist, an actor, and spiritual practitioner. And this season, I am turning the lyric into the lesson. The song is the sermon. I'm going to pick a song of mine, do a deep dive, and come out with a practical spiritual principle that I believe will help you get tangible results on your way to radical self-improvement. Hey, you bless me for being here, and I'm going to do my best to bless you back. Let's feel good right here, right now. Uh, Hey, everybody. Welcome to a brand new month. Holy crap. August? (laughs) Where is this year going? Unbelievable. Hey, hey, listen. So glad you have been joining me each Wednesday for a new episode of season two of the Church of Christ podcast. I have loved this new format. It's 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 been so fun to reflect back on uh, old songs that I've written and evaluate where I was from a spiritual perspective and do a deep dive and come out with a practical spiritual principle that I think we all can probably use, uh, whether it's simple, simply to be inspired or on a deeper level challenge. Either way, it's been fun to do this with you. And I've really appreciated the feedback that you guys have given. So um, if you want to take that feedback a little further and help me out and help me uh, help me increase the visibility of the podcast, uh, go ahead and tap five stars. Drop a few words letting me know what you think about the podcast. It makes such a difference. Um, And you know, I do have a perk for you if you do this. First of all, I will feature your review and read it here on the podcast. Um, But also, if you tag me with your review at Levi Christ, whether on Facebook or Instagram, or you can email the screenshot of it to me at Levi at LeviChrist.com. Either way, you will be eligible uh, to receive a prize package valuing over $200. And I'm going to do a drawing of everybody who got all access passes to the virtual concert series, everybody who wrote a review. And uh, yeah, and I'm going to pull a name out of a hat and somebody is going to get that prize in December. And I hope it's you. I hope it's you. Um, But I appreciate you being here, all of you. And uh, I love when you guys post on the fan group, um, the official Facebook fan group, uh, about what you think about the episode, too. It kind of helps those in the group who are inactive really kind of see that we got a conversation going on, and it's good, right? Um, Love, love, love this conversation around the gospel according to Levi, released in January of 2006. It was by far the most daring piece of work I've done and and did get a lot of hate mail because of this album. But it was a powerful statement burst out of my own struggle with religion versus sexuality. But it also speaks to the exclusive mentality that is so inherent in traditional religion. Uh, religiosity, that's a word that I really love. I heard from Michael Bernard Beckwith one time. really love that word. And it's, uh, it's, it is absolutely anti-religiosity. And it speaks to not just religious hypocrisy, but uh, see, the thing I'm learning by going through this album is that same inherent hypocrisy where you have like the fundamental Baptist that I knew growing up who were so convinced of their moral superiority and that their view of the world was right and you were wrong 
and we're the only right way and you are bringing evil to the world by not agreeing with me. The thing is, seeing that so vividly growing up, I can see that mentality in secular world. And I can see that even politically, like just in the world that we live in now, it's so easy for us to act just like those fundamental Baptists and sit here and say, this is my worldview. This is how I feel to the this is how I view the world. You're outside of that. You are uh, an abomination. You are detestable. And you need to be eliminated. <laughs> I mean, the, the, it's, it's the kind of... Uh, the fundamental Baptists are, do it so well. And the moment you have lived with that attitude from religious cultures you're able to see that attitude outside of religious cultures. And that's what last week was all... We, we, we touched on that last week with We're Okay. The ability to start entertaining the idea of empathy towards people who are standing way, way, way outside of your purview or your point of view um, and how important that is if we really want to be arbiters of peace in the world. Um, but I don't like speaking of a problem without speaking of a solution. And here we are with Future Love, a song from the Gospel According to Levi. And right off the bat, here we are with another call to empathy. You may not like the road I'm walking, but that don't mean I'm right and you're wrong. We're just two in a world of interpretations. So what's the point in me cutting you off. I think that that's a very generous lyric in that I am taking responsibility for myself and I'm realizing that it is not about right and wrong. It is about a world of interpretations, right? That we are all interpreting the world in a different way. And that doesn't necessarily mean that your interpretation of the world is the same as my interpretation of the world. And just because your interpretation of the world is different from my interpretation of the world does not mean I have the right to cut you off and think less of you and be morally superior to you. You may not like the road I'm walking, and I may not like the road you're walking. But that don't mean I'm right and you're wrong because it's about interpretation. We're just two in a world of interpretations. So the lyrics continue. There is a bigger picture and the time is now. We need a new system if we're going to find a common ground. And then, of course, the chorus is super fun. Everybody come together in a future love. If, I'll play the song at the end of the episode, but it's just a real fun disco-y kind of thing. Come together in a future love. Future love, to me, was the idea of us getting past this need to divide ourselves up and to condemn people who are different from us. This was the idea that we could really just begin to soften our judgments of others by simply saying, well, they interpret, they interpret the world differently. They have a different value system and it's their value system is birthed out of real life human experiences that they've had. It's not arbitrary. Um, 
a future love is a love that is empathetic, that is truly compassionate, that is truly tolerant of people who have a different worldview. Um, when I speak my mind, this is the second verse, I do it with passion. Well, that's the truth. Y'all know me. But it's all good if your opinions aren't mine. Oh, let's see. Really? Is it? <laughs> because like, that's hard, right, you guys? But it's all good if your opinions aren't mine. What is that? What is that energy of it's all good if your opinions aren't mine? Well, because we're so whole in who we are as a person that we know what we subscribe to in our world has been created out of intention, out of conviction, out of passion, and... There's no need for us to feel threatened by that, by opinions that are different from us. And actually, that's the very next line. You will see there ain't no need to feel threatened. Let's talk about it. Let's give it a try. There's such a willingness to work together in this lyric. And it's it's hinted last week and we're okay. Um and then, of course, we repeat, there's a bigger picture, and the time is now. We need a new system if we're going to find some common ground. Um, and then we have a lot of fun at the end of, the, at the, end of the, the song where it's all about you, it's all about me, all we need is a little unity. And that's true. It's, it's, it's um, future, a future of love, a future of unity means that there's responsibility. We have, a personal, we have to be personally accountable to our choices today, right now, and how we decide to respond to one another. And it is a, it is a choice, but it becomes an easier choice when we are operating from a place that is spiritually whole, right? Where, where we understand that, that, um, there is no from a from a from a truly cosmological standpoint there's no difference between myself and maybe someone who's very different from me i can see it as a yin versus yang i can see it as a dark versus night a duality that dances together but for me from a spiritual perspective it's like maybe we all balance each other out i'm not sure um i I'm trying, I'm trying, you can hear me. You can hear me doing this right now. I'm trying to dig a little deeper with this, but I think that it's just simply a commitment to practice this in our daily life, you know? To say it's all good if your opinions aren't mine. Um, we're not, it's not about right and wrong. It's not about that. It's about a world of interpretations. Um, and you can see it, the churches that are, how many ever Protestant churches there are, how many other denominations there are, how many other religions or spiritual schools of thought there are. It's all interpretations, you know, and uh, even outside religion or spirituality in life, our view of the world. Um, it's just a, millions and millions of little individual interpretations, you know. And they're not right or wrong. It's um, people are byproducts of their life experiences in a very intimate way. 
And um, I think this lyric invites a little bit of compassion for it. Um, I don't have anything else on my heart about this song. It's so straightforward. Um, Open your eyes to the future love. What does that mean for you? I mean, is there that person in your life that is providing you with an opportunity to explore your ability to be more empathetic, to explore your ability to be more tolerant and compassionate? Um, that's probably why they're there. Um, I know that I, I have, I have, I have people in my life where like, they're my spiritual exercise, (laughs) you know, they are there for my spiritual exercise. (laughs) It's just, I know that when I am near them, that, uh, I am going to have every egoic button pushed and I can choose to react out of ego or I can, settle into the spiritual wholeness that I know is the truth of who I am. And I can allow that energy of divine love to diffuse that egoic tendency to attack. And it is there that I'm able to have some distance and then to be able to see that, okay, this person has a, has, has a, has been informed by their history, by their, by the pathology passed down by their parents, by experiences that have unfortunately happened to them, by their their authority figures, by the dynamic of their world. Like everything that makes us us has made them them, and it's just a an interpretation that I can not be threatened by, you know, not be threatened by. So. Whoever that is in your world, is there someone that it serves to be that particular type of spiritual exercise <laughs> for you? <laughs> because that is your opportunity then to settle into the truth of who you are spiritually, see things from a bigger picture, like the lyric says, from a more cosmological standpoint, and... Uh, let go of the egoic need to categorize things as right and wrong and allow a myriad of interpretations of the world to exist around you without your ego being threatened. Um, Hey, that's, that's meat and potatoes right there because it actually makes our day to day better because we've learned to not have those egoic buttons pushed. We've diffused them, you know? (laughs) The world may have installed those buttons, but we get to choose when they're pushed or not. Um, And uh, once we get past that, then we can get to the fun work, which is future love, future love, future unity. Um, And a compassion and a unity that is... It is truly, truly holy. It's truly sacred work. It's sacred work. It's sacred work, and it's not easy. Um, you know what? I'm going to leave that there. Um, pretty straightforward lyric, pretty lofty challenge, but it's something that I hope you can take into your 24 hour by 24 hour, your day to day, and to look at the people in your life that provide you with this opportunity to, to explore this practice 
um, this degree of empathy, this degree of compassion, um, and to pull away from the egoic judgments of right or wrong and just to allow the world to have their own unique interpretations of life based on what life has uh, given them and allow that to be um, without feeling threatened, without feeling threatened. That, that, is, a, that is a great great practice. Um, so I'll leave you with this. Uh, come on back next week. going to get a little more fun when we talk about <laughs> the lyric in the name of God. No, no, no. This is not going to be anything very light about the conversations around the gospel according to Levi. <laughs> but hey, I'm looking forward to the virtual concert series on August 29th. I'm going to be performing uh, the songs from the gospel according to Levi. And I hope that you join me. You can go to levichrist.com slash ticks to get your tickets for that. And I will leave you now with the song Future Love featuring my girl Darcy Monet. Um, remember, imagine paradise. Paradise is yours to the degree that you can imagine it. I love you guys. Talk to you next week. Open your eyes to the future love. Open your eyes to the future love. You may not like the road I'm walking, but that don't mean I'm right and you're wrong. We're just two in a world of interpretations. So what's the point in me cutting you off?
that's very unexpected. <laughs>